0: Soon night took over. She knew in the dark that the muffled snow was still falling. She could feel it. She was cold and alone in the middle of nowhere. Irene was lost. She had to keep moving. She was hoping she'd come to a house, any house at all, and be taken in. She badly needed to be in someone's arms. The snow was above her knees now. She shoved her way through it, clutching the empty box. She was asking how long a small person could keep this struggle up when she realized it was getting lighter. There was a soft glow coming from somewhere below her. She waded toward this glow and soon was gazing down a long slope at a brightly lit mansion it had to be the palace. Irene pushed forward with all her strength and slush, swamp she plunged downward and was buried. She had fallen off a little cliff, only her hat and the box in her hands stuck out above the snow, even if she could call for help. No one would hear her. Her body shook, her teeth chattered. Why not freeze to death, she thought, and let all these troubles end? Why not? She was already buried. And never see her mother's face again? Her good mother, who smelled like fresh-baked bread? In an explosion of fury, she flung her body about to free herself and was finally able to climb up on her knees and look around. How? to get down to that glittering palace as soon as she raised the question she had the answer she laid the box down and climbed aboard but it pressed into the snow and stuck she tried again and this time instead of climbing on she leaped the box shot forward like a sled The wind raced after Irene but couldn't keep up. In a moment, she would be with people again, inside where it was warm. The sled slowed and jerked to a stop on paving stones. The time had come to break the bad news to the Duchess. With the empty box clasped to her chest, Irene strode nervously toward the palace. But then her feet stopped moving and her mouth fell open. She stared. Maybe this was impossible, yet there it was, a little way off and over to the right, hugging the trunk of a tree, the beautiful ball gown. The wind was holding it there. Mama! Irene shouted she managed somehow despite the wind's meddling to get the gown off the tree and back in its box and in another moment she was at the door of the palace she knocked twice with the big brass knocker the door opened and she burst in she was welcomed by cheering servants and a delirious duchess They couldn't believe she had come over the mountain in such a storm all by herself. She had to tell the whole story, every detail, and she did. Then she asked to be taken right back to her sick mother. But it was out of the question, they said. The road that ran round the mountain wouldn't be cleared till morning. "'Don't fret, child,' said the Duchess. "'Your mother is surely sleeping now. We'll get you there first thing tomorrow.' Irene was given a good dinner as she sat by the fire, the moisture steaming off her clothes. The duchess, meanwhile, got into her freshly ironed gown before the guests began arriving in their sleighs. What a wonderful ball it was! The duchess in her new gown was like a bright star in the sky. Irene, in her ordinary dress, was radiant She was swept up into dances by handsome aristocrats who kept her feet off the floor to spare her ankle. Her mother would enjoy hearing all about it. Early the next morning, when snow had long since ceased falling, Mrs. Bobbin woke from a good night's sleep feeling much improved.